We're talking E's famously single, they're back, season two, episodes one and two. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> Tank of the Bangers, the Bradys. What up, y'all? It's your boy DJ Jesse Janity here in studio for the Famously Single Season 2 After Buzz TV After Show. And I'm super excited because I got a new co-host. We have Miss Lena Nori in the building. Thank you, Jesse. I'm so excited to be here. I'm Lena Nori, and you can find me on Instagram at Lena Nori and Twitter at Lena Nori underscore. And I'm not famous, and I'm not single, but I'm super excited to be here, and we got so much to talk about. Well, in my family and my friends, <laughs> I'm famously single within that. So this is why I love doing the show, because I'm trying to learn some things for myself, because my love life is a hot mess, and L.A. doesn't help. Dude, dating in L.A. is literally like a murder zone. Girl. You, like... Is he a serial killer? Is he a stalker? Is he homeless? Like, I, I literally do stand-up and I have a set. Like, I literally found out six months into dating someone that I was dating a homeless man. And I was like... But then it took me two years to break up with him. And I was like, okay, Jess. So you never went to his house? You never said, hey, no, he invite me over? living with me. Like, I mean, I went to a house that I thought he lived in. <laughs> Was he paying somebody? Was it one of those, um, a girl, what is that well, app called like, where you can a rent a house? That's a whole story that we don't need to talk about right now. No, it wasn't that. It was a friend of his, and it was just messy. And that's why I'm single. Trina. Single again. Hey, listen, single's amazing. Grow. When you're single and you're not missing anybody, like you're not stalking your ex, checking his Instagram, seeing what he's up to, but you're just doing you and loving yourself, that is the best place to be in. Unless, of course, you have that perfect person that's your best friend but does that exist in LA or is that like a unicorn girl I don't know I'm thinking it's a unicorn at this point <laughs> let's talk about some of these special unicorns though so we got Karina Smirnoff from Dancing with the Stars um, engaged three times and never married sounds very LA and Hollywood to me um, she says she falls in love with an idea faster than reality she has fear of commitment I totally understand that falling in love with an idea of something do you feel like, and maybe it's more so in L.A., people, I guess it's not just L.A., but like, do you feel like, like we've raised this generation to put this front on because of like the whole Instagram and everything. So it's like when you first meet somebody or you, you meet a guy and he's giving you all this stuff and he's just great and all this stuff. And then all of a sudden it's like well, wait a minute. I've now planted too many seeds and I've already painted a picture of who you are. So you kind of stay with the person, but they're not really fully showing you their um, themselves and just kind of giving you the good things. Do you get that a lot out here? I definitely get that. And I think social media aside, just LA, it's like a melting pot. Everyone comes to LA with that dream. They want to be an actor. They want to be a musician. They just want to live that Hollywood life. So you have a bunch of people, millions of people who come to this city looking to virtually be something they're not. And a lot of people are just faking it till they make it. Mm -hmm. And social media empowers these people. And listen, I'm like the worst person to talk. Some people will don't, that don't know me, you know, I was, yesterday I was at a restaurant and, you know, there's this really sweet girl. She came to the bathroom. She knew who I was. If you look at my Instagram, people have told me, oh, you look like you're, you know, you're superficial. All you care about is materialistic items. No, I just, I like fashion. I appreciate Fashion And it's like, I worked hard to achieve all those items. But to anybody else, they could think, wow, there's starving people around the yeah. world. And you sit here and you're spending thousands of dollars on a handbag or a pair of shoes. So it's ultimately our fault that we want to live this facade on social media. And now men and women, not just men, use social media to make people think they're something they're not. Mm -hmm. And then... You're like six months in and you're like, wait, who is this? Yep. This is not the person that I thought I was getting myself into. And it's just not... It doesn't feel real. It's not organic. It's not when our parents got married where there was no social media. There was no down in the DM. You had to go, oh my God. And get to know the person. Start a conversation, God forbid. And then the other thing with that too is like, you know, I wish we could be, I feel like we're in this also a world where we don't talk about emotions and it's like, suppress it, suppress that emotion. Even though we say we're so accepting and all these things, people don't talk about emotions. So it, 
if that's the illusion that you put, if that's your your brand and that's what you're putting online for social media, when you're getting to know somebody, explain that. Don't live like you're this rock star or you know you are this you know whatever it is that you're putting out there. Like say you know this is the where I'm 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 trying to build to. I see a lot of that out here in LA, so I totally get you, Karina. We're falling in love with an idea. Um, we met Chad Johnson from The Bachelorette. <laughs> okay, I didn't know who he was, and so I met him at the NBC carpet. Very nice guy. I thought he was actually really very sweet, very uh, cordial, polite to everybody, um, very attractive in person. I mean, every girl had their eyes on him. I mean... He, like, walked in and every girl went... I want him. And you know what's so funny about his look, too? Is out of all the guys, he was the least polished. Like, his beard wasn't lined up. Like, it was just something like... He has that, like, L.A. bummy, I'm not trying so hard, so... Because I'm already good looking. But with him, I just... He's so full of himself. And honestly, I know that it's just, you know, he's putting up a front. It's like his exterior to, like, protect himself. But the way they script him just on and on and on like I'm this and I'm tall and I'm handsome it's like we see you mm-hmm. you don't have to like say that and if anything it makes them less and less attractive well because it means that you're you clearly lack somewhere else and you're insecure about that so all you do is talk about how hot you are yeah and it's it's so sad because you know in the scene where he talks about how his mother was 60 and diagnosed with cancer know, yeah. and his father just completely left him you actually saw like the real part of him he was so genuine you can tell there's a part of him that's like looking for love and He's blocking himself off because clearly his dad just got up and left his mom Mm -hmm. during the worst time of her life. So then you see this guy and then he just puts on something completely different. And it's kind of like, which one are you? Mm -hmm. And that's how it is in L.A. That's how it is in dating, not just in L.A. There's lots of other big cities where it's like people can really just be soft and genuine on the inside. And then they just they put this front on and it's wall because they've been so hurt. But then you become that person, though. Mm-hmm. If you chat. acted enough, you become it. Mm-hmm. And especially, to, I mean, to hear that he didn't have the, um, he didn't really get to like sit and like think about his mom and really like get over that and to go into television to go on to The Bachelorette, which is like the, out of all the shows that are overproduced, I mean, that's a mind fuck. You saw this whole thing that's going on with The Bachelor in Paradise? Yeah. I can't. Um, favorite Dorothy Wang. Um, live for her. <laughs> Um, just because she is my internal insecure awkwardness. Like, this is exactly how I am in, 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 in public. Like, when she said, I just try to figure out how I can talk to people for two minutes and then leave. Girl! That is, like, the, like that's it. That is, you have to work really hard to be that kind of person. Where, when you leave in those two minutes, they still like you. That's how I feel, girl. Uh, she said she doesn't feel people think that she's a real person. Um, and then she went on with this whole list of things that she doesn't like, which I think that's where Darcy, Dr. Darcy is going to really focus the most on. Like, you have this list. With this list, you're never going to find anybody because you're always going to keep checking this list. I do believe people probably do, don't think she's a real person because, you know, she's comfortable with the fact of she owns herself. She's like, hey, I, my dad's rich. Like... It is what it is. I'm in this world. I grew up in it. I know that that's... I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I didn't. And that's intimidating to people. And I think that that's going to be an interesting kind of mesh up to see who she ends up with. So Dorothy, I've actually uh, met her years back. We have uh, mutual friends in the past. She's nothing like how she's getting scripted. You know, obviously she's very real and like to the point. It's like she has bullet points. And it's funny because I feel like I'm a complete cross between Karina and Dorothy first of all I mean we absolutely love the way the girl dresses I mean did you see her like rocking it out and like the studded jacket so I'm all about like the way she dresses she's very confident she's well put together her hair her makeup her glam squad and it's is she real though because and not as a person but she lives a fantasy life it's like a Mariah Carey thing yeah she's a daughter to a billionaire you know she can have anything she wants she and it's not just that she can have it. She's actually working for it, you know? Most girls can be like, oh, you know, well, daddy's going to pay for it. But no, you know, she's got her own stuff going on. She went to school. She was falling through in business. And it's like she's building a life and a name for herself. And it's kind of like if I was Dorothy, I would be in the corner on my cell phone like, what am I doing here? Because at the end of the day, did you notice how when they were like, who would you marry? She knew that the guys would particularly marry her mm-hmm. because she's an heiress to her dad's fortune. And it's... It's kind of scary at the same time because you're scared. You're like, does this guy want to be with me or does he want to be with me because of my connections? Because he's going to be flying on private jets because there is no, you know, price sign on anything. Yeah. So I can see where even more than just 
being in LA and being famous, you never have to worry about money again in your life. She never has a care in the world. So she's has to, to ask me, herself, do they want to be with me for me? And she's an amazing person. She's got great style, stunning. And she still doesn't know, like, does this guy want to be with me? For me, and so she's like, nope, next, nope, next, nope, next. And with someone like that, I think it would be so intriguing to let these, you know, to let someone like Dr. Darcy really get into her and open her up to, because I always just am like, you know, everyone's always like, oh, well, you know, certain people date certain people because of certain statures and there's levels to this. And I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> Does love really work like that? You know what I mean? Like, I get that there's levels and you meet certain people and mentalities at certain ages and things like that. But also at the same time, someone like Dorothy, like you look at like, I mean, no, this is so cliche to even say this, but like Aladdin, right? Where you have Princess Jasmine and Aladdin. Yeah. Where to him, it wasn't really like. But is it cliche? That's like the best example. No, you know what I'm saying? But that's that's where I'm looking at with Dorothy. Like for her, money is not an issue. So for her to find a man who is a man who may not have that kind of of money I think that this is the type of situation for her to find somebody that would be like to help her find somebody who's genuine versus being out here in LA which is horrible Dorothy this is probably the worst place for you to be because everyone is looking for the network and the connections well wouldn't you think um, when you're on that level like her dad has guy friends that have kids because I mean, I have girlfriends that live similar lifestyles. But do you think that's weird though? Like, like would I like would I want like my parent? Oh, he's been a friend of the family for how many years? And it's like, well, I know I'm going to end up with him because our families are close, and like he has money and we have money, and it's just like whatever. It's it's funny you say that because they could be the perfect match for you. Your parents. It's funny because we argue with our parents, but they do know best. They understand that. Like, let's talk about marriage. What's the problem of marriages? Like the number one problem before cheating is finances so imagine like that's out of the way for her her dad finds her you know another guy that comes from a a influential family that has money doesn't necessarily have as much or maybe has more but that's out of the way there's no question of is he with me for the right reason are we gonna live a good life are our kids gonna go to college done it's gonna happen that person could actually be the perfect person for you but i agree if someone like sets you up I feel like you automatically, it's it's just not organic and you're not into it. Yep. And I feel like she's that type of person for sure. Like, But don't you feel like all these dating apps take that away too? Like where is the natural organic way of like... it's like Instagram. It's like you're scrolling through all these bodies and it's like, okay, this person's really... Oh, well, that person's actually... Their chest looks better. Or actually... You know what? Maybe I like guys with big chests and arms. Or no, actually, look, he looks like he's actually a really nice... And you're scrolling down. Now you've already passed seven people. And you're like, oh, wait a minute. This is so superficial. I'll never meet any of these people because I just judged them all. And yes, I 100% agree that all these little tinders and all that stuff... We've created this world that we... I call it people are porn. It's like everyone works out. Everyone is the, everyone is doing the same thing. And if you don't have shirtless pictures or if you're uh, not taking pictures on a Canon 680 or whatever the thing is, then I'm not going to like your post because it's like not cool. It's not artistic. It's not this. And it's just like we've become so judgy that it's like you're probably passing up some really cool people just because they don't feel like sharing their life on the, with the world. And that's okay to not want to share your life with. I've had people say to me, "Oh, because I haven't posted for the past almost two, almost going on three months." And someone was like, "Why aren't you posting anything?" You must be miserable. Is something wrong? No. When I grew up, I didn't have this, and it's nice to just disconnect and be remember like. Oh, let me just go to a bar and like sit down next to a person, get to know them and put their number in my phone, whether it's anything or what or friendship or just and grow with somebody without thinking about them before when I'm going through their Instagram. And now it's like, oh, I've built this whole thing in my mind of who this person is. And it's just weird. We've created a stalker society. Or what about (laughs) when you when you're at a restaurant and I literally will see a couple and they're not saying a single word to each other. They're both on their phones. And listen, I used to be on my phone a lot and not because I'm chatting with other people. I do a lot of, I used to work in nightlife, so I work from my phone a lot. And I'll see a couple. And I'm watching, I'm like, at any given point, are they going to exchange anything? What happened to like holding hands across the table? Like the cliche stuff, but that's the beautiful stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's why marriages don't last. And people break up left and right. I literally saw someone get married two months ago and then someone sent me a text like, oh my God, look, all of her wedding pictures. I was like, it's insane. Yeah. Like, social media is the devil. Yeah. 
And I hate to say that it's a devil of security. It's the devil of marriages. It's a devil of relationships. And I actually love those little cafes you go to that have a sign and it says, Wi-Fi question mark, pretend like it's the 1990s. There's no Wi-Fi. Talk to each other. Like, I love that. Talk to each other. It's scary for people, though. It you get people get anxiety from it. Uh, we see Ronnie uh, Margro Ortiz from the Jersey Shore. <laughs> His last relationship was with Sammy, which he dated her for like six, seven years. He said he's all in, but then he usually loses interest, and it's a fear of commitment for him. What did you get from his character, kind of? I thought I, like he, I felt like he was very over. Like it was like okay, you were on the Jersey Shore, which was a huge show, one of the first big reality yeah. shows. But like, <laughs> but like, you're not Polly D. Well, what did he even do with it after Nothing. Jersey Shore? Because I felt like Vinny got his own show. Polly D had his little. He was DJing for Britney Spears, and then Mike. The situation. He got like what the pistachio ad, and then Snooki and Jaywell had their own spinoff too. Yeah, like everyone kind of had something, and then Ronnie was just kind of like, "Where'd he go?" I feel like with Ronnie, I, I, it's so funny. I love those little like taglines. He's like the serial monogamist. He's looking for happiness, but he's not realizing that it's internal. I'm not trying yep. to get all like Dr. No, no, Felina on totally you. Totally agree. With By you. the way, guys, my new name is Dr. Felina for this show. That's how I, I'm gonna introduce myself. I love it. And it's actually not because I'm an expert, but because I'm someone that knows that I have insecurities and I can embrace it. Like, everyone's insecure out there. I love how some people say, I'm not insecure. Everybody's mm-hmm. insecure. We're just all insecure about different things. Some are about looks, some are about their financial situation or their education or their family. And for me, I can sense someone else's insecurity. And he sits there, and on the first day, he finds his one true love again. And it's because. He's not happy on the inside. No, and he just needs to attach yeah. himself to something. Do you get the same thing with Malika, though? Is she, would you say the same kind of thing? Because they both, it was like an instant, like, oh, you're here, you're here. Okay, you're safe. Let's just do this. I feel like Malika's a little bit of, like, the girl that wants to fix every guy. You know, like, the girl that, like, dates a guy and she thinks she has the golden V and then thinks they can fix him? And I hate to say that because she's such a nice girl and she's so loving. I have watched her on Dash, Dash Dolls. I've seen her when she comes on the Kardashians. She's so sweet and so humble. And she says, she's like, I'm constantly going for these men that are unavailable. Mm -hmm. So to me, it's like, are you going to try to fix that? But what does that say? I mean, how many other women are you hurting out there by going for these men that are unavailable? And I feel like she knows that she's doing that. And I'm a big believer in karma. Karma's Mm -hmm. a bitch. Sorry. Is I allowed to say that? Karma's a bitch. (laughs) The world is full of energies and what you do to others will come right back at you. I agree 100%. So I feel like her lacking in the love department is because of that. And she just needs to know her worth and know that she's beautiful, she's strong, she's driven, and she deserves someone that is available, that is going to make her number one. But back to Ronnie. But do you also think with Malika, too, it's also a little bit of your Khloe Kardashian's best friend. So you have to kind of keep a little bit of like a stature with the men that you're dating. A little bit? No, honestly, I think there's more to her story that maybe happened in her childhood. Okay. I don't know her life story, and I'm not trying to, like, diagnose her, but I think she was definitely lacking in the male department growing up. Mm. And that maybe she's looking for that attention and that love. But 100%, if Malika and Ronnie were whole, they would not need other people to fill them. Yeah. And that's what happens is Ronnie's like, I get the perfect girl, I get the girl, and then when I get it, I mess it up or F it up, whatever he said. And it's because you realize that that person isn't making you whole, that the problems are all still there. Mm-hmm. So it's, of course, they're going to be attracted to each other. They're both looking for something in someone else instead of realizing that your happiness is in your core. And like, let's be real. You, can you make someone happy if you're not happy yourself? Absolutely not. Like, did you make the, the bum on your couch happy? <laughs> Well, yeah, because he was eating, but it ain't gonna make you happy, because honey, he—I was a platform for him to eat food and have a place over his. He was living his life. I was like, man, he's living the vida loca. Mm-hmm. No, I was. Um, <laughs> speaking of crazy, David McIntosh, the model. Now, I've seen this man before on Instagram, and he's fine. <laughs> also questioned his sexuality until I saw this and this man he said he want, he's a playboy he wants to be less alpha and I do wonder if he overcompensates a little bit 
Is he that's alpha? A lot. He cl- he said he was alpha. He claims he's he self-proclaimed, but is he alpha? I don't believe so because I believe the right person could tear him down, and I feel like uh, him. And then who is the other one? I feel like anyone that's very upfront and like in your face and aggressive and like yeah 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 you're hiding something and you're doing it because I'll do it a lot too. There, there there comes times where it's like if I'm not secure in a situation, it's like okay. Suck it up. It's like going up on stage. It's like, all right, here we go. Boom. Let me just get it done. And you put the personality on. And I feel like he's that. Like when we saw him ring those girls up, I think that's the David. It's like, okay, I know that this is a task. I know how to get these girls to do what I need them to do. So I'm going to go do it. And I feel like that's his thing. Like he knows, oh, they're looking at me because of my body. Here's how I can manipulate them to getting what I need done. You know, it's, it's so interesting you said that because I was doing um, an after show for Rain and we had Adelaide Kane on here and, and I asked her what her thoughts were on being, if she was ever bullied when she was younger because she had mentioned it before. And she said something that was so true. She said, for the most part, all of these actors and models and people that are in the limelight they're doing it to overcompensate for something that happened to them in their childhood. Mm-hmm. Whether it's lacking in the family department, male figure department, female figure, or just getting bullied, like not being attractive, feeling like you're not good enough. So she said that you become famous. And we're talking about a bunch of famous people. And they're trying to overcompensate for something. Like She said that herself yeah. from someone that is a well-acclaimed actress that's on a bunch of TV shows. She said that. So... Obviously, there's some insecurity in every single one of these people, from David to Ronnie to Dorothy to Tiffany to everybody. So what is his insecurity, though? Because he actually has a good personality. Like, he gets girls like this. Like, he was just on the bus throwing those chicks over his shoulder, like, running him into the bus. So what is it that he's trying to overcompensate for? I feel like with him, we haven't really gotten past the surface. Mm. We've seen with Ronnie kind of, like, what's going on. We know Dorothy's, you know, history of her family and where she comes from. And what is it about him? Did he get dumped when he was younger? Right. Was he the fat kid? You know those fat kids that grow up? Yep. And, and they go to the gym like, yeah. and they become models? And I would do wonder if it was something about that, like a, maybe a girl really hurt him. Because, you know, it's funny. I never, I've always been a relationship person. It wasn't until this year that I really started realizing, like, why... <laughs> I don't want to, I'm going to say it's so crass, but you know, you guys know me, um, (laughs) why people have like this whore mentality, why people have this fuck boy mentality, like why, why, how do you get to that point where you clearly know you're doing something malicious wrong and you're okay with it? Like it, it blew my mind and I would get into these relationships and I would have them do these things to me. And I think a lot of the times I was just saying this yesterday, I think I stayed in the relationship because it was so fascinating to me. Like you're just everything that has happened like here, you don't really have a house you're just gonna sleep on my couch like you cool with that like and you just cool like and it took you two years lying and fucking some i mean not that we had the conversation all that and then we tried to like it was i mean i was a mess that was a mess of a time i do not recommend once you find out that someone is homeless you kick them out listen lesson learned it's never gonna happen again right sure won't sure won't but did you okay so did you take that experience and take it to your next relationship because that is the problem is that people can't separate one experience they carry that shit on to the next relationship yes but I definitely have trust issues because I've da- I've dated almost the same person in a sense of the manipulative. Like I d- always date someone with two sides to them. It's like upfront to me because like I have I'm really strong about like morals and things like that. So to me they're like very oh yeah, like let's go to church on Sunday. Let's do this. Let's do this. And then at night it's like Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. It's like <laughs> it is 10 o'clock in the morning. You ain't home yet. What's tea? Oh, okay. You were I get, getting texts from did you, people. Did you turn or? on that? What is that thing where you can no, like I find your friend? No, I, 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 will. I didn't even know that shit existed. You can find somebody if you like access or link it. Mm-hmm. One of my girlfriends said that. She's yeah. like, oh, I'll find out where he is. I'm like, shut yeah, up. Like, they, like, I'm crazy, but I'm, I like really rein myself back from getting to that crazy. That type of crazy I'll, but I will honey I should be on SVU cause give me someone's Instagram account and I'll tell you a whole bunch of things about them um we get Tiffany New York my favorite reality star um she can't settle down uh she said dick should be candy flavored and she's a- afraid to let a man be a man which I told you, I think she's just too aggressive I have a friend from New York who's exactly not exactly but like it's there's women from New York it's just like uh 
you know? Yeah, you're I'm you're very forward. You're very, you know what I mean? So I, I know what I want. I can imagine it would be kind of tough for a guy to get to know you because you're... Here's the thing, though. Here's... So but you do seem balanced. I you know why bit. I'm you know why I'm balanced though, I've taken every experience and I've learned from it. Mm-hmm. And listen, I'm not perfect. I have my moments. I have my insecurities. I've had it's life. Plenty of issues. You know, growing up getting bullied. And is a guy really with you because he wants to be with you? Because this whole like dating where you date and then like I just literally found out in my most recent relationship that there's like a process. Like I didn't know there's such a thing where you're dating. But then... But it's not a real relationship. But yet. it's not a real relationship. And not, no, he didn't do this, by the way. I'm just saying I, I learned it through, like, we'll talk about other people and stuff like that. So you date, but there's, like, a period where you can both date and talk to other people until that person officially asks you to be my boyfriend or would you be my girlfriend or the girl puts on the pressure or the whip. And then you have to just disregard all your feelings and emotions the first couple of months. It's okay if the guy was with you and another girl or the girl was with you. Like, what is that? If you're not ready to commit, why even... Like, I get it. Okay, after the first couple dates, I get it. You're still getting to know the person. But if you're dating for like a month and you've seen each other like 10 times and you're still figuring it out, no, you're just trying to have your cake and eat it too. Mm-hmm. And you're using that whole technicality to like get past it. And so back to, you know, we were talking about <laughs> Tiffany. We went off on some tangent. That's back true, on though. Tiffany is... She confuses me. I really would love to have her in studio and just have a talk with her because I can feel her pain. Like she's sitting there right smack in and she's in tears. And I'm, I'm sorry, it was pissing me off so bad that the guys were kind of like laughing at the fact that she was opening herself up. Not in the second scene, but in the first scene, she instantly opened herself up. She was getting kind of like choked up and the guys were laughing. And it's not funny when someone usually has that tough of an exterior, yep. they're very weak on the inside. It's basically like, so I've read, have you read The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle? Yes. Oh, well, I didn't read the book. I, I got like these card things with it. But yeah, I swear to God, quotes. from someone that used to have a monstrous ego for my insecurities, it will change your life. Because mm. it helps you understand your ego self and why you do or say, for example, like Chad saying like, I'm tall, I'm good looking. It's not him talking. It's his ego self. It's him trying to protect himself from someone else lashing out. So I feel like Tiffany is the queen of like that guard so just as much as she has that block, she's also the weakest on the yep. inside. And she just really wants love. But then she throws me off because she's like, I want to be a mother. I want to be a wife. But then, you know, she hooked up with... But she's also paying the bills, too. So she has to be this character. And I think we saw a lot of that when she broke down and she was like, you know, everyone wants me to be the girl that they see on TV. And when we saw her at City Walk, that's what that's what she was attracting. And that's because that's what you put out there. You know, it's like if that's all we ever see New York as, we've never seen another side of her. We've never seen New York like on some chill. And I've I have hung out with people who are friends with her, and they're like, she is the coolest person. And Which I can just amazing. imagine. And, and but she knows how to turn up for the TV. And to most people watching. In America, that's who they think you are. They know they don't know understand the behind the scenes stuff. So it's kind of like, I get it. I feel like she's trapped in that flavor of love personality, and it's like you can grow. It's okay to grow. But she's on this show talking about how she doesn't like that persona. But then, and then she was like, and- "Oh, I'm number one in bed." Like she loved it. Yeah. And then she went and she literally hooked up with. Um, she hooked up with him on the first David. Yeah. With David, I'm like literally the first in the bathroom. In the bathroom on the first night. And listen, like, more power to you. If you love your body and... I, I'm like... I hate using the word feminist because everyone uses it like it's such a derogatory term. I just believe that it's not okay that men can just go and sleep with whoever they want. It's acceptable. And if a woman does it, she's a slut. Right. Just yep. because I don't choose to do it. You know, I'm like Dorothy. I'm like in the corner like... Don't touch me. Don't. No, I swear to God. Hey, when someone touches me, I, I actually say like, did I say you could touch me? <sighs> Like, I'm so weird. All the person just wants, like, hey, I'm just trying to get by you. I'm like, did I say you could touch me? Don't touch me. Like, did you wash your hands? <laughs> I'm a germaphobe. I have, like, those antiseptic wipes. Oh, my gosh. The yeah. wet ones. No, but seriously, though, she puts oh, on, like, this was her chance to have a clean slate. And I feel like she kind of already, I mean, I don't know what happens the rest of the episodes. But she's already got me thinking, like, this is your chance and you messed it up. I don't think she messed it up. I think that she is the type of person where it's like, she knows her problem. I think New York actually knows all of her problems. But it's hard to actually have that conversation because 
who can really relate to New York? Who's had that kind of success? You know what I mean? And not even based off of a talent, like just based off people like you and your personality. They think you're crazy and they, you know what I mean? They think you're fun and they want to hang out with you all the time. And when that's that and you want to get away from it and it's like, think of the type of men that approach her. But at the same time, your verbiage that you're using when you're talking about dick should be flavored candy. And I mean, I'm sure those weren't the first But what would you things- think as a guy? Be honest. You're a guy. You meet her. And it's like not relationship penis material, this, yeah. Not, right? Sex in the bathroom, and it's funny because she's so real. Like I sort of got when she said, "How's the shopping in Malibu?" I died. No, I. And then she got offended, and it's like, "No, girl, you ain't never been to Malibu because there ain't no shopping in Malibu. You don't go." And Dorothy was so innocent, like, "Oh, I don't shop in Malibu because who does? No one." I actually feel like Dorothy was really just answering her question, yeah. and then she got so offended. But it's kind of like you were calling her out a little bit too. Uh-huh. Like you looked at her and oh, you're, you're like, bougie. "Okay, oh, you're bougie. How's Malibu?" But really, like Malibu is about surfing and like the restaurants Dorothy's and like, dukes no, and drinks. I don't do that, sorry, y'all. Um, all right, so then Dr. Darcy, Robert, Matt come in, which we're gonna get Robert in next week. Super excited. Um, all right, and they pair everybody up. Now, they said David was voted most likely to flirt. Agreed. Uh, we got Karina voted most dateable. And most dumped. But then most dumped. Yeah, I didn't... I didn't understand. Well, and then the, in the one-on-ones, the guys were kind of saying, like, well, I was saying it so that she would play hard to get. That's so like, stupid. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Men are so stupid but sometimes. But honestly, girl, It works, though. Does it? It worked for her. What oh, do you yeah. mean? The girl no. came over. She was so jealous. Yeah. And it's crazy because she says she doesn't like the games. So what exactly were you doing? Because even at the dinner, when she was like putting him in timeout, her and Dorothy were going yep. to grab a drink. She's like, no, no, no. I'll grab your drink. You sit on timeout. So what is that? Yeah. Like, but you then don't you like the game, but yeah. you play it. Yep. Because if you were like on some real, you would have had him sit down, not follow you, and he can get his own drink. Or you could say, you know what? Why don't you excuse yourself? Get us a drink and we'll wait here for you. Thanks. Exactly. And I feel like she's almost there because she kind of had that moment where she was like, you know what? Deep down inside, I think you really are a good person. Like, she had that. She had me going there. When she said that, I was like, this is incredible. Do you also think she doesn't let a man be a man sometimes? Though? Um, I don't see that with her. She's no. very like, when, I can see that with Tiffany for sure. Only reason I say that was because when she made that comment to him, like, why would you, when she was like, no, you oh, you're in timeout. That. And then it was like. But then for her to come back and want to get him the drink, it was just kind of like, like I'm mad at you, but I'm not that mad at you. Still like me, kind of. You know what I'm saying? It was just kind of like I don't. I'm, I was like, because mm, Dorothy would, and Dorothy would have been like, she'd be like, go buy your own drink. Bye. Um, Dorothy's face when New York and David hooked up, hilarious. And the fact that David has a makeup artist <laughs> coming to the house, I was like, this might be a problem. I swear to God, I thought that was a joke. Nope. <laughs> and then I'm looking at his face, and I'm like, where's the makeup? Um, all right, we got the group lesson. Dorothy says she doesn't go out of her circle, avoids dating and talking to people for more than two to three minutes at a time. I mean, I felt like literally everything that they all said, I was like, oh, I'm all these things. I'm literally all these things. That's exactly what I do. I don't hang out outside my circle. If I do meet somebody, it's like, how do I smile? So they know I am a nice person, but how do we end this conversation? Hi, 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 hi. Bye. But really, like... You're meeting a complete stranger. What is there to talk about? That's what I'm saying. Because, like, I don't know for you. Like, like what do you do for fun? Yeah, like, okay, like, that can go two ways. And then it's kind of like, if you say the one way, then it's like, okay, you're a fucking perv. But, like, what do you talk about? Because for me, I'm somebody that, like, I'm, I'll am i jump right on into it. I'm here. I'm here to ask questions. Like, I don't care about the weather. I don't care about, like, you know what I mean? And I feel like my problem is I just come off too deep. Because I... If I'm a sit and I'm a that's talk so to refreshing you. though. What do you mean? Okay, that's so refreshing. Well, yeah, and if but you that's meet the right person, they're gonna love it. <laughs> that's why all my friends are females, honey, because most people don't want that, or they do, but then they don't believe that. Like, oh, this isn't real. That we're having these conversations. Like, you're just trying to get my pants. It's like, well, no, I don't know. It's just weird to have conversations. So that's where you, I feel like most people just come. And it's like, how's the weather? Oh, cool. What do you do? Oh, you know, I do this. How long you been in L.A.? Oh, this. Oh, okay. And you <laughs> ask yourself, are you even going to get the real answer? It, That's my problem. Or am like, I get are the you Instagram bullshitting answer? me? Or did you, like, Google? Like, have you seen those reality dates where they have, like, the thing in the ear, like, yep. the microphone? And they're like, actually, they did it on the season one. Yep. Where they'll tell you. And it's like, 
are you going to tell me what you think I want to hear? And that's why I, th- I feel like that's huge. But maybe, I, mean, I, I don't want to say a huge out here in LA because it's like I think I'm getting older, so I'm starting to date more. I never dated until I was like 20. Like I was never into like relationships. I was a virgin until 19. Like it was never that. So then now it's like I'm, as I'm getting older, I'm understanding. I literally got my first more. kiss at 20. Uh, yes. Um, I got to read this quote for you. But I also don't though. like people like touching me. Yeah, I don't. Uh, like, like don't you touch have to me. be my man. Like, for me to be like any sort of physical something. Even like, my friends and stuff like that. I'm not like I'll, I'm. A, I'll hug at the beginning, but then it's like I'm not like when my friends are like Jesse, come over and let's cuddle and watch a movie. Like, what? No, I don't. Like, first of all, who cuddles? I don't cuddle. Oh my god, so many people. Like, I'm I like, do, do not. Friends spoon. do that. Please like, don't. I don't know. Get under the comforters and cuddle and watch a movie and eat popcorn. I'm like, girl, you get your popcorn. I'll eat my popcorn and I'll sit over here and you sit over there. I'm just not that. Like, ever. No, if I'm in a relationship and I, I love the guy, like, you know, my guy right now, I absolutely love him. So, yeah, I want to cuddle. But even when it's, like, time to go to sleep, like. Okay, we're done. I'm like, <laughs> like, turn it over to the other side. New York said, I have to read this quote because this is a fucking quote. You know, I was born a female, but have penis envy. The strength. That a man's penis shows makes me intimidated and aggressive. Just because you have a dick don't mean you're stronger than me. And you can't run me. I'm strong without an appendage. She says that, but then she just said that the penis has strength. I don't understand that. And as such, like, she's so independent. She's so driven. She says what's on her mind. I admire her in so many ways. And then she made that comment... And I was like, why are you going to offend a whole population of women by saying a penis represents strength? A vagina gives birth to life. Mm -hmm. Yes, I know. It goes, I get the logistics. It goes hand in hand. I get it. But we actually bring that child into life. Women are strong. We're beautiful. We have so many things to admire. Why is it that men are considered strong? Like, you know, you'll be in school. I wonder if she was like, oh, you run like a girl. Oh, you run like a girl. What does that mean? Yep. My sister can bench press more than guys can. Ooh. Hey, girl. Hey. So, but I we think put, she's confused. We build these boxes, but and, and maybe it's where, where she grew up, her element. Maybe she saw uh, her mother being treated a certain way, or I mean, because her mother is crazy. Um, and I don't know if they're gonna bring her on the show to show that, but her mother is crazy. Go watch the video footage from the other shows. Um, or I wonder if something happened to New York. You know what I mean? Like because I know for me, um, there were incidents in my life that had happened that affected me, and I realized I started dating certain people because of situations that happened. Um, and I, that would be really interesting to. Well, yeah, you try to find what you're lacking. So yeah. maybe she lacks a strong woman in her life and a strong figure, and that's why she assumes. I think Tiffany's main problem, because everything else I feel like she's very straightforward, she knows what she wants, is that she's confused between what the role of a woman is and what the role of a man is. Mm -hmm. Because she has a label. Why is there a label? Why is it not two people? Mm, I want to, okay. I think it was Callum and Chad that were talking about this. Can you be... Okay, there's loving somebody, and then there's being in love. Oh, my God. I can't believe you just said that. I love you. Okay, keep going. Okay. So, for me, personally, I don't believe I have ever been in love. I thought I have, but now that I understand that you can love somebody and then be in love. So, he said, can you be in love with a girl and cheat consistently? And then David was like, absolutely. No. Agreed. When you're... So it's, so it's insane that you just said that. I've literally had this conversation. Up until my most recent relationship, I have never been in love. I've loved people. Just like you have a dog for 10 years and you absolutely love that dog and you want the best for it. Some people love their dogs and they don't even have children yeah. because they love their dogs so much. So I'm not even saying this in like an offensive way to say like an animal, but naturally you fall in love just like you fall in love with a friend and it's somebody you care about, you wish the best for them. But when you're truly in love, and I finally know what it feels like to be truly in love. When they're sad, you're sad. You are the same person. Your love is the same. You would never want for them to be upset because them being upset makes you upset. So why would you cheat on them? Because you would never, ever, 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 ever want to see that person go through that pain. So no, they're not in love. And that's the problem is that people can't actually be in love, I feel like, until they love themselves completely. Mm. And that's what a lot of these cast members are lacking. If I were to say anything, I would love to see how Dr. Darcy takes this, is that 
they're all lacking self-love and understanding self-worth. And until recently, I didn't know how much I love myself. I didn't know my worth. And now that I do, I'm like, I love this person. I would never want to make them upset. I don't want to play games. I don't want to ignore his text messages. Like, if I ignore a text message, I feel bad. I'll be like, you know what? I'm so sorry. I just want you to understand how I was feeling. You know, I was feeling very insecure. And instead of communicating with it, because I'm not perfect. I like to communicate, but I'm not. I have those moments. And it's, I don't want him to ever, ever, ever be sad. And it's because I finally love myself. And you know why I love myself? I just realized nobody's perfect. I'm not, there's always prettier, there's always smarter, there's always richer, there's always a girl with a six pack, I'll never have a six pack, I like bread too much. <laughs> I'm Middle Eastern, my mom makes rice, and I have fried bread. Wait, I will never have a six pack. I'm Greek. You're Greek? So I was born in New York, but my parents are from Afghanistan. Okay. Yeah. So my mom likes to make that fried bread carbs. and the rice. We love those carbs. <laughs> um, all right, so we get to these one-on-ones, right? Well, actually, before we talk about that, when they do their whole night out... Wait, wait, sorry. I didn't hear your answer. So have you... What was the question? Have you been in love? No, I've never been in love. Do you know the difference, though? Yes. I I definitely do. Like, for me, I understand what each person and lesson was for me. In the moment, I thought it was love. You know what I mean? And and it took me... But it is love. To step... Yeah, yeah. I thought it was me being in love. But it took the point of... You have to realize that... You to me, I can't imagine being in love with somebody. But uh, Dorothy also said this too. You know, people who rush into things, it's not real love for me. And I kind of, and even though she said it to Ronnie and Malika, which was kind of like shade, um, <laughs> I kind of agree with her because I, I think absolutely. I've done that with every relationship has been like a quick jump in. And the first guy, which is actually the most recent situation that I've actually genuinely. Like, I mean, I don't even think about anything. Like, I just do. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that's I mean, not playing games. That's beautiful. Yeah. But, it, but, you know, I'm used to the whole... Because of my past, I'm used to rushing it and being like... And so he, he was someone who was like, well, pump those brakes. Like, that's not what love is. That's not this. And it made me look at myself again like, well, wait. What? What is this feeling? I've never felt like this before. And it made me really excited. And I had to sit down. I had to like rethink and I had to think about these past relationships. And I was like, what is love? Don't think about the past relationships. No, 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 no. Meaning, meaning because I was carrying. Oh, you're comparing it. No, no, not comparing. I was carrying certain things from them. And that's what I was realizing. I'd use those traits. It's like when you date, after you break up with somebody, you put a, a, a new piece of metal on, right? To protect yourself from the next one. And so it, I realized I was carrying that stuff. And it, now it was like, okay, you need to drop this, build a friendship grow slowly let that really build because you can't force anything i don't want the lust i don't want the like i watch the bachelorette all the time i'm like no but i don't want to make out with someone on the first date i don't like because it's like who are you i may not know you in two weeks from now you could just be that person that's just so yeah this moment you know how many people i've had a moment where it's like you sitting there you talking for four hours and then you never hear from them again you're like well welcome to la shit well okay so let me ask you this I've actually had this conversation with my brother, which is ironic because my brother's like super conservative, but he's always said like a guy wants to work for it. And I feel like it goes both ways. A female wants a guy to work for it and a guy wants a girl to work for it. But if you get something so easy, like let's talk about, I hate to simplify this, like we did the Aladdin example, but like a car for a guy, right? Mm -hmm. There's that car that you get. It's affordable. It's dependable. It's a great car. But you just go to the dealership and you get it like this. Credit approved, reasonable price. You know, what's a Prius? One ninety nine a month. Okay, I can afford this, right? You love that car. It's an amazing car. It's a hybrid. It's dependable. Great gas mileage. Great car. But then there's like that Mercedes yep. or that BMW or whatever, you know, whatever car it is that you like that's out of your budget that you have to work a little bit harder, longer hours to attain. How much... When you get that car, are you going to love it? You're going to have that little cloth inside your car. you're going to feel like the shit when you drive You're going to be car. windexing that shit, cleaning it, car wash every week. No one's allowed to eat in there. No one's allowed to smoke there. But your Prius, oh, wrapper from last week, McDonald's, sure, just throw it right in the back. You got to work for it. And I do believe that. And it goes both ways. I'm not just saying guys and girls. But sleeping so quickly, I'm so against that. Mm-hmm. And I have so many of my friends that judge me for saying that. And you can judge me all you want. I'm off and on with it because it's like... There also is a point where it's like you wait too long. No, I'm talking about like the first date or oh, yeah, like yeah, 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 immediately. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. 
No, yeah, like that we all we hooked up from the club, or like, and not to say that that may not have lasted, you know, but. Hey, um, all right. So we gotta get through some of this. Uh, what do we see? We got the one on ones with Chad. We found out that he has an older sister. His mom passed of breast cancer. Father left. He didn't date or bring a girl home because he felt like he didn't want to make his mom disappointed. I definitely felt like it showed a little bit more of Chad the softy. But an important question that Doctor Darcy has is, how do you meet people? And I think that that was such a good question for especially the fan base of E! to be watching because I think most people meet the same way Callum said, like, online. Like, and, you know, and, and who was it that was so shocked by that? Was it Karina? She was like, you meet people online. I, I feel the same way, though. What? How do you do that? How do you? I mean, I don't know how to meet people in person. What if he's a serial killer? But I mean... What, what if he's married? But girl, what if the person at the bar is a serial killer? Or what if the person that... You know what I mean? Like, I don't... Or what about that catfishing stuff that everybody does? There's so many fake profiles. So many fake profiles. But I mean, again, like, I don't... None of my friends are like, hey, I got this friend. Or if they do, they're like, hey, I have this friend. And I meet them. I'm like, hey... No... But isn't it, like, assumed on these dating apps, it's literally just for hookups? Like, when I hear people talk about it... On the gay it, ones, I think that is. But, like, I mean, yeah. And then it's, like, even, like, when you see, like, Facebook. Like, I've had people approach me on Facebook and things. Like, like I don't know. There's, like, this weird thing. <laughs> With the Thanksgiving photos and everything, they approach you on Facebook? Well, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, like, you've looked at my life, like... And then now we're talking, and now you're piecing things together, and like it's kind of creepy. It, it yeah, but I, it, we are also in a different world, and so it's kind of like. Or I think it was Dorothy that said that you meet people through friends, which is also a great way. Like yep. you meet them through connections, but then it's you or, ask yourself, is this someone I would even want to be with, or is it just because I don't want to put myself out there? And this is easy; it's right here. Or you could be like New York and meet a working man at the fish market. <laughs> What if you don't like fish? Yeah, then the fishmonger probably ain't <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, so they get to the house party, party. They brought all these girls and boys back. David's in his Speedo. And um, Chad was really hot and bothered by him in his Speedo. And I'm like, Chad, is this an insecurity? Get you in one. I would have mind, minded that. Um, he's hanging out with Karina. And then this girl walks up talking about... I wanted to meet Chad with the burger, and I was just like, this is so awkward. But I love that Karina got up and walked away because he was so irritated. He did not want to be with this girl at all, but he was wanted to be nice. And like, but it was so funny. And I thought that was really good of her. I thought that was like, that's how you play that game of like, I gave you enough. Bye. But I feel like if I was a girl and I was having a conversation with a guy, and some random girl comes over and he decides to partake in a conversation with her. I wouldn't want a relationship with a guy like that. But being celebrities, and she came on a fan level. Yeah, she started talking about how he eats a lot of meat, which is such a weird comment. (sighs) Yeah, like, but I don't know if it was like sexual or she just really meant he likes meat. No, I think she was. I think it was like a corny because like you brought a burger over, like that's weird. And for me, if I was Karina, the fact this girl coming over here with a burger, I'd be like, okay, I ain't ain't stressed the. (laughs) You could be with Cuckoo right here. I'll be back. (laughs) All right, so I guess... And then Malika, Ronnie, and Dorothy in the pizza moment. I get it, because that probably would have been me. But let's, for the whole sake of E and doing the show, let's participate, guys. And I appreciated Callum kind of wanting them to do it, because he's been through this experience before. So he knows, like, not participating isn't going to help you anywhere. And Ronnie and Malika, even though they are still together, apparently... I heard there was tabloids that said they broke up. Oh, really? Yes. Um, was that within a week? Yeah, Sorry? within okay. like it was like four or five days ago. Okay. Um, you know, would you ever like? I don't know. I think if I've met someone on one of these shows that I thought I liked, I don't know if I would act on it until the end. You know what I mean? Like, I here's what it is. After my last relationship, I think I went to this whole world of like. I want my, I really want my my man to be my friend. I want to fall in love with my best friend. So that's what I had, I had asked God to send me that. You know, and I think that it's like to jump into a show and you're here for love. That's why I can't even understand The Bachelor or Bachelorettes. It's like I could never put myself in a house where it's like, date this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, this. Like, it's like, that's too emotional for me. Like, it's like. And the guy's kissing like 30 something other people. Well, I never. 
quite understood. Like, my girlfriends have, like, a whole viewing party for Bachelor and Bachelor. I mean, I love the shows. They're immense. I love the show. I love watching everything. I love watching a car crash, too, and a train wreck. Doesn't mean <laughs> I, like, want to be on it. But literally, I'm just so glad I said that. No, that's the realest shit. <laughs> but honestly, it's not realistic. No. Why do these people think they're going to go on The Bachelor and Bachelor and find true love? You're going to, like, a resort island, flying on a helicopter, meeting his parents after two weeks. What guy takes you to meet his parents after two weeks? And no guy. And if he does, run. And I'm, like, 18 seasons of something like that. And this is what society is taking on as that's love. And most of them are trying to just get on to be the next mm-hmm. Bachelor or Bachelorette. So how do you even really know if that person wants to be with that's you or not? Never. And it's not reality. You're not going to five-star dinners every single night you're not flying to paradise you're not zip lining real life and real shit is people being sick in your family who picking losing up your the dog job, shit on the ground who's like. taking out the trash <laughs> like women have menstrual problems can the guy even deal with her for those six days or does he run steer clear of her like mm-hmm. that's real shit this is not real flying to paradise and like being in a jacuzzi with like rose petals and i mean every girl wants that yeah. but that's not real life <laughs> Sorry. And then it doesn't work out. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) On that note, let's head into predictions. (laughs) Surprise, surprise. It don't. Um, Callum goes missing. (laughs) I wonder where that's going to be. But then we see, uh, I saw a clip of something like this Lindsay girl or something comes up. Yeah, there was clips of like two random people. Yeah. And I have no idea where these people came from. And he was saying that he wants to give her a shot. So that's interesting. Um... Chad asked Karina on a date. I don't... I think that they might actually not end up together, but I think that they're going to have a moment and I think they're going to learn from each other and be, be friends at the end of this. Whereas the Ronnie and Malika situation, now you're saying they broke up. I'm Because I just... From the moment I saw that, I was like, that looks dangerous. Like, that looks like... Like she said, I'd marry him and then be mad at the fact that I did it. And she already set that notion. When she said that and she put it into the universe, I was like, no, 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 take that shit back. Yep. Don't put that in the universe. But I mean, yeah, so we saw the tabloid, but then again, we see that A-Rod is cheating on J-Lo and she's off in like paradise taking Snapchats with him and selfies. So who knows? who knows like what the truth is, but I definitely agree with you. I think at a minimum, Malika and Ronnie are going to learn that they need to complete themselves first and be whole before they can be in a relationship. And then number two, I think that Chad and Karina could potentially have something beautiful, but I think Karina has progressed a lot farther than Chad has, and I feel like Chad just has way too much ego, and he needs to work on that before he can make anybody else happy. Amen. Well, we want to know what you guys think, so leave your comments down below. Uh, Also, check us out on iTunes. Subscribe to us, Famously Single After Buzz Podcast. Leave us five stars if you love us, four if you don't, because the rest don't work. And if you guys leave us a comment, we'll give you guys a shout-out next week. But I want to know what your dating situations are like, so share some stories with us. And actually, you know what? If you guys share some stories with us, we'll read them, and we'll talk about them here on the show tonight, uh, next week. So you guys can follow us at After Buzz TV. Follow me at DJ Jesse J. And I'm Lena Nori. You can find me on Twitter at Lena Nori underscore and on Instagram at Lena Nori. And I want to hear about your first date horror stories because I've got some myself. All right. How about every week we'll pick one. So yeah. let's pick. All right. Here we are. T- leave us your worst dating <laughs> experiences down below. All right. And we'll read like the top three. And don't five. lie. I really I want it raw. Yep. And I want it truthful. You don't have to put names and I want to hear it all. The down and the dirty. And then next week we'll have Robert Mack in studio. So he can he can uh, give some advice to some of those uh, stories out here. Till next week. Same time, same place. Peace. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.